Hello and welcome to another episode of Sounds Like Comics, the podcast devoted to all things comic books in movies and TV. I'm Luke. My co-host today is Nathan. Hello, thanks for having me. Today's topic, Justice League Action, the fast-paced, joke-filled animated series. Familiar voices including Kevin Conroy as Batman, Mark Hamill as the Joker, return from earlier animation shows. This is your warning, we will be talking spoilers. It's a slice of old-school nostalgia, but blink and you'll miss it. This is a show that I had been recommending to you for years. It wasn't until it came to binge here in Australia, Mm -hmm. you finally checked it out and you, like, wow, the pace that you, well, you binged it, essentially. You smashed it. Yes, you did. Yeah, my girlfriend Sarah and I, we uh, we just made a point of watching a clutch of episodes each each night, and it was addictive. Each night uh, when we got back from work, we just could not wait to cr- like to crank binge and just get back into it. You know, grab our cups of tea, grab our snacks, get down by the TV, and then just chuck um, chuck uh, action on and just smash a couple episodes at a time, and we loved it. Which led to you telling me how good the show is, and I'm like, mate, I've been telling you, you this. Like, I've known about this for forever. years, like. You know these characters, and the episodes are short bites, really. 11 minutes. Yeah. That's the whole, that's the whole episode. That's but why they, we're able to smash it out so quick. 52, though. 52 yeah, episodes. Sizable. So much fun. Mm. Justice League action was broadcast on the Cartoon Network in the US in a single season of episodes between December 16th, 2016 and June 3rd, 2018. It consists of only one season... As I said earlier, 52 episodes and also there's 22 two and a half minute online episodes. Yeah, like we'll web, save, web shorts. Yes, we'll save that to the end because yeah. it's something they did as an add-on to the actual show. Here in Australia, though, the show premiered on Cartoon Network March 18th, 2017. The show concluded, yes, the show's over. Hmm. It ran for one season only, June 3rd, 2018. Mm, a travesty, really. It deserves to run, deserved to run for longer. If you're unfamiliar with the show, and I don't mean this as a disrespect, it's basic. It's a basic approach. It's an action show focused on the Justice League. Mm. I'll give you the plot, but again, basic. Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, and other superheroes join forces to form the Justice League that aims to fight villains. And they do that with 52 episodes. Yeah, there is. I mean, this, more than any other Justice League adaption, is pure action. Yeah. And that's obviously the target of it. That's, that's That was always going to be its, you know, uh, its mission statement. Let's make it short, sharp, you know, hit them real quick, get in there and do it. And a clever way of having the show still be JLA yeah. without calling it the Justice League of America. Well played. Yeah. Do you know what I love about it? Um, the fact that it feels like a direct continuation or sequel to um, Justice League Unlimited. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I, I don't necessarily agree personally. I can see the similar elements. Definitely by the time the, the Bruce Tim series got to Unlimited, mm. it was a more mature show. It was. This show is not. not <laughs> like, if it's, anything, it's, not, it's almost like 
if it was a prequel like set before the events where things okay. get more darker yeah. and real. All right, that's fair enough. I'll go with that. This like but I mean, the intent in- the intent of the show and they achieve it. This very much is a kids show, yeah. a young kids show. So maybe not tonally. It's not a sequel in terms of tone, but I mean it just feels like the gang's back together, you know, the voice cast um even in the- that way, yes. I yeah. see I see your point. And like oh, you go. I mean to that. The producers of Justice League action are Butch Lukic of Justice League and Batman Beyond, yep. Alan Burnett of yeah. Batman the Animated Series, He's and old school. Jim Krieg of Green Lantern the Animated Series. Yeah. The executive producer, Sam Register, has produced Teen Titans Go and mm. several animated films. That's right. Okay, I get what you're saying now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but it, it, the writing yes, staff. In and... that way, it feels... So not, yeah. not tonally, but with... All the just parts this, that yeah, are brought together, the it feels the, the synergy of it just like it just feels like it, uh, like it flows on. Okay, you know what I'm I, saying. I'm gonna take it back. All right, cool. Casting and voice direction, Wes Gleason. You'd recognize his name from pretty much all the recent DC animated films. Yeah, he's the he's their go-to. Kevin Conroy, we've talked about it yes. already. He's back. He's Batman. the quintessential Batman. Bruce Wayne. Definitive Batman. Yeah. And interestingly, just like an extra uh, add-on, what I have here. So I mentioned in total, we've got 52 episodes. And I've got a number count for how many episodes the actor is in. Uh So if you're wondering, out of the 52, Batman appears in 42. Does not surprise me at all. No, he's the most popular character. Then we have Hamill, of course, reprising his role as the Joker. Yeah, but also playing other characters. Swamp Thing. Trickster. Trickster also. Who is also a live action character on The Flash, the CW. Yeah, and before that, the 90s TV show. And it's always great having Conroy back, Hamill back. I think we have Chris Diamantopoulos as Green Arrow. Ah, yes. <laughs> well done. I always struggle with that guy's surname. And he does a lot of animation. We spoke about him recently mm-hmm. in, when we reviewed Invincible, the Amazon show, isn't that? Oh, okay. And, and yes. Eight episodes, he appears, as Green Arrow. Well, I mean, I, I know that. You know, I... I love Green Arrow. <laughs> He's one of my favourite DC characters. You know what I'm going to do? Only if you're curious about a character or actor's episode count, ask me. Otherwise, I can find it becoming tiresome. Yeah. I'm just trying Very to remember... Easily. I'm just trying to... Ah, oh, yeah. Kim Schreiner was the original voice actor for Green Arrow in Unlimited. And he's your Green Arrow, isn't he? Like Yeah. He so sounds we like, were talking... when I read the comics, I'm yes. hearing Kim Shriner's voice, but Diamantopoulos does a great job of sounding almost like Shriner. Yeah, he, he plays a great Green Arrow. He also voices Hive Master. You'll find with a lot of these actors that they are doubling up playing multiple yeah. roles. There's some big names in the in the, in the voice cast list too. I, I oh, it. Mate, there is some massive names. We'll, we'll work our way through. We've got Superman in this show, of mm-hmm. course. You know, one of the big three. Tim Daly. No, it's Jason J. Lewis. Oh, wow. A guy, unfortunately, I'm not too familiar with, but he's clearly a voice actor guy because as well as Superman Clark Kent, he's also voicing Desaad, Zod, ah. Carmine Falcone, Dexter, The Cat, Red Tornado. Wow. So he, he's, doing, he's doing a, a fair amount. John, John DiMaggio, he's in it? Yes, he is in it. Can you recall who he's actually playing, though? I, I did see his name in the credits. Not, I mean, 
I would encourage our listeners to go on Wikipedia because the they they published a list there of the complete voice cast well, let me, and who they are playing. Let me save you time because yeah. I just needed a little bit of time there just yeah. to find it, but I have access to that list. Found it. And John DiMaggio voiced both Lobo and Mongol. Nice. So there, he, he's he's in this. But again, me, he's he's another regular. Like he pops up in a lot of DC properties. He does, but he's he's across a lot of media. To me, DiMaggio will always occur to me as the voice of Marcus Phoenix from Gears of War. Yeah, <laughs> always. Rachel Kimsey as Wonder Woman. Okay. So we've not got Wonder Woman from the uh, Bruce Tim series that mm-hmm. I believe was that Susan Eisenberg thereabouts. She played Wonder Woman for a very long time, but they've gone in a different The name direction. Tara Strong is coming to mind. She's... No, no. she Well, she, she's been Batgirl. She's been Raven on Teen Titans Go. Ah, oh, Raven. Harley Quinn, some adaptions. And she's in this as a different character, a different character. as well. I've always loved, as a side note, I've always loved Raven's voice. I love that husky, smoky tone that it has. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, cool. I mean... Tara Strong is excellent in anything. I mean, recently you'd see her as Miss Minutes in Loki. She plays the little cartoon That's right. That's right. I remember seeing that in the episode the other week. We've got Dietrich Bader back. You know him, Batman. Batman the Brave and the the Bold. bold. Yes. But in this... Love me some Dietrich Bader. Booster Gold. Yeah. I like that. That was good. He he does a very good booster. That's good casting, actually. PJ Byrne as Firestorm. I felt like he appeared in more episodes. Mm. It was in a lot of the marketing. I believe he's on the front cover of the DVD. I'm pretty sure Firestorm's on there, but only actually appeared in eight episodes. Yeah. And we've got Professor Stein. I was just about to say who voices Stein. It's Stephen Tobolowski. Okay. I might not be pronouncing his Ooh. name right there, but if you're unfamiliar, he is Ned from Groundhog Day. You know the annoying guy right. in the street that stands yes, in the puddle? Yes, yes, yes. So he's voicing Professor Stein. And naturally, he's in the same amount of episodes as right. PJ Byrne because they're both playing. I want to say, Steve, is Steve Blum in there? He's in everything. I didn't come across his name. Uh, he's a really popular voice actor. Carrie Payton, once again, playing Cyborg. Nice. He's Cyborg on the, all the iterations of. That cyborg in whether it's Teen Titans or Except for live action, Teen obviously. Titans go. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's I mean he's too old. Yeah. But he, he sounds youthful. He does. You've he, got really, him. he really does. Yeah, yeah. He, he sounds he like sounds, a 21, 21 year old dude. Yeah. But when you see him, like I remember when I first, the first time I saw this guy in live action, mm. he was playing Ezekiel in The Walking Dead. And oh, I'm shit, like, that's him? Wow. Yes. Wow. That is him. But how does, um, he, how does he manage to sound so <laughs> damn youthful? He's a voice actor. He's a He's a pro. Oh, you oh. mentioned big names. Mm-hmm. James Woods. Yes. Lex Luthor. Wow. Yes. James Woods. Come on. What? James Woods. Great, great casting. I, I feel like this is going to be the majority of the review, though. Like the, the, the cast. Just reading involved. the cast list. So we're just going through the cast list. We should giving... just call this the cast list. <laughs> oh, no. We will say some more things. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll get to it. But and we don't necessarily need to hit every cast member. No. Maybe I'll just name check a couple. I can't, and I'll, say we'll James, work. I can't say James Woods' name without saying it like Peter Parker. James Woods. <laughs> yeah. We'll work our way through. Yeah. Uh, who else we got? Dana Snyder, Plastic Man. I'll work okay. through a couple of these. Uh, Charlie, Shatler, The Flash. Mm-hmm. So as I'm getting down the list as well, like what what I'll say here is that 
I'm getting to the point where they these characters are appearing in less episodes. Yeah. So we only get five episodes with the Flash. Yeah. We've got Lacey Shabbat as Zatanna. Ah. Another. Re- that name rings a bell. Lacey no, I'm Shabbat. not too. I'm not too familiar. She is in a lot of '90s movies. She was in not another teen movie. Oh really? Who was she? Yes. In that? She was Amber Dimple. Oh uh, okay. Yeah yeah. Oh yes. Yeah yeah. yeah <laughs> is yeah. that who that is? Yeah. Oh cool. Okay. Oh nice. nice. Can you believe it? Yeah. I mean okay. We're we're still spending time on the on the characters of the actors. You know what's good though when you can do that. Yeah, I I, I didn't realize. I watched that again recently. That's yeah, it's good. Still, it's a funny movie. I love. Still I, still, I still laugh at it. I still. You know it. that was the first um, Chris Evans movie. Yeah. Crazy. Anyway. Precap. Yeah. <laughs> Precap. Pre everything. Uh, Tara Strong, we've talked about her already. Of course, she is Harley Quinn. She also voices Lois Lane. But interestingly, there's an, at least one episode where we get kid versions of the Justice League. Mm, and That's right. She voices Kid Batman. Oh, wow. That's crazy. That's going to be the first time in her career she's voiced Batman. Wow. Love it. Pretty cool. There you go. Space Cabby. I was only... Kind of familiar, yeah, but I was only kind of familiar with that character. But mm. now, when I think Space Cabby, it's this version of the character, and mm. he appears very early on, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, in several episodes, too, from memory. Five. I mean, again, I've got the information here. Yeah. Curious. It just, just felt me. like he was in more than that. I know. There's certain characters, and he's another one I'm pretty sure is on the DVD cover. And yeah, I'll say this here right. in Australia, we've only actually had part one released. Mm. So I've got the DVD, double disc, 26 episodes. Yep. Still waiting on part Still two. Still waiting. Come on, lift your game. Come on, Warner Brothers. I've got a feeling, though. I mean, this show is no longer on the air. I don't think it's going to happen, unfortunately. I'm sure there's US I'm import. sure if someone comes out there and just hashtags it the way they've done with Release the Snyderverse. I don't think it's got that kind of wow, audience. Wow. <laughs> yeah. uh, who else? Okay, we've got Jonathan Adams as Dark Side. Mm. I mean, big basic tone. Nailed yep. it. Yep. <laughs> he does a good Dark Side. Yeah. Natalie Lander as Stargirl. Pretty cool seeing that character. You know, she's also got a live action show sure, sure. now. But when this animated series aired, you couldn't go to too many places to get Stargirl out of the comics. Although she did have a couple of episodes of. Justice League Unlimited. I really enjoyed the uh, the Haunted House episode. That was good. That was cool. The Haunted House episode was great. Uh, you just made me think of it then because of Stargirl. She's in it. Constantine. Ah. John and about is also in, in that episode. Voiced by Damien O'Hare, who played the sidekick character Chase in the Matt Ryan cancelled live action show ah, so it went from playing chase in the constant is he actually show. english or is he putting it on i think he's putting it on mm. i do the approach to constantine in this show i thought was genius yeah instead of smoking a cigarette which again this is very much a good show yes a lollipop but yeah. for the, but for the most part he just it was just sucking on the lolly in yeah, his mouth but it's still referencing in a way, it's still referencing the cigarette. Of course it is. Because of, whole... of the white of the lollipop. It's the whole reason why he's got it. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it works. It works. It works brilliantly. Absolutely. Jerry O'Connell, we've got him as hey. the Atom there's Ray a, Palmer. There's a name. Well, in until recently, he was Superman in the DC animated movies. Yeah. In the shared continuity. I, I've, got a, I've got a picture of his face in my mind. I remember he was in live action stuff from the 90s, I remember. Sliders. Yes. And as a kid... He was in Stand By Me. Right. He's in that movie. Wow. He's the go. overweight kid. Was he also in that movie, Joe's Apartment? 
Yes. Yes. That's the first ever MTV movie. I watched that again. I need to recently. watch that. Oh, mate, I'll um, I'll bring it over. Do it, please do it. Okay. Sean Astin voicing ah. Shazam Billy Batson. And for me, this is great casting. Yeah. Because for the most part, Sean Astin now, although he's a lot older than he was back in Goonies days. Yep, yep, yep. He still very much sounds like he did, or close to, Back in, in that day. movie. He sounds very youthful, and that works for Billy Batson, and then, you know... You know I just realised this the other day, well, not the other day, but recently, I only just made this connection, and I can't believe, I feel like an idiot, I can't believe I did, didn't realise this till now. Aston is the son of John Aston. Yes. Who played Gomez Adams. And I'm a huge Adams Family fan, so is Sarah, my girlfriend. And um, I didn't realise that Sean Aston is John Aston's son. Probably because when I first heard of him, I mispronounced it, thought it was Austin. A-U-S-T-E. Right. I-N or E-N. I didn't know they were saying Aston. It's, I thought it was Austin. So it took me a while to, to realise. So, yeah. I listened a while ago to an interview with Sean Aston, and mm. he was talking about his relationship. And from memory, John Aston is his stepdad. Ah, and obviously okay. he's taking his name. But yeah, but that is yeah. When I first heard that, that was a weird connection yeah. that I had no idea of. Exactly. Well, you might like this, and you may have missed it then. So again, yep. Sean Astin is Billy Batson Shazam. Yep. John Astin in this show voices Uncle Dudley. Hey, there you go. So they were in it together, yeah, that, which that is, is really good. cool. So if you know that real life connection like you do, yeah. there's like an extra and he's, element. He's still alive and kicking as well, John Aston. He's well into his probably 90s, I think, but he's still around. I mean, he voiced this a few years ago now. So what was it, 2017, 18? Yeah, he's still, but yeah. he's still with us. That's awesome. But just quickly, Sean Aston, I'm pretty sure also the voice of Raphael. Ninja Turtle. Yeah, which version though? I mean, there's been so many. It was, was that the, the? It was the that more, was most, the, the more the more recent ones. That was Michael the, Bay. Oh really? The movie? Yeah. Really? Yep. Ah, you know, I thought about going back and rewatching those. I might need to check them out. Either, no, either, thought, either that or it was the Nickelodeon. Cutter. It was yes. There you go. Because they also had Jason Biggs as Leonardo. Yes. Which is crazy casting. I've got yes. to say. <laughs> That's, yep. Jim from American Pie is now leading the turtles, or at least yep. he was. That show's since been and gone. Second reference new, to gross-out comedies from the new. 90s in this podcast. <laughs> I mean, I thought Buying the Cow, when you mentioned Jerry O'Connell, another yeah. gross-out comedy. Yeah. I think that was the early 2000s. I have such one. a soft spot for those movies. Yeah, me too. I, I revisit them. I grew up with them. I love them. Most. Yeah, me too. I revisit them. Absolutely. Every, me too. Every now me and too. But that's cool. I, I, I didn't realise. Then, but yeah, it's, TMNT. Yeah, it's weird thing to talk about on a kids show podcast <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which, is, well, which is what this is it's not like we've said anything no of dirty. course not we're good we keep it clean around here Troy Baker voicing Hawkman I've mentioned already we've got a There's, massive yeah. cast let, let me just go through a few okay. of these because yep, the cast on. is huge we've mentioned John DiMaggio already Lobo Mongol Josh Keaton as Green Lantern Hal Jordan John Cryer ah, Lex. is in it yes as Felix Faust. Gilbert Gottfried oh. as Mr. Mixit's Pillock. Gilbert Gottfried. Nails it. And you know what? Yeah. I think, I'm pretty sure he voiced Mixie in Superman the Animated Series, the yes. Bruce Tim show. He did, Mixie didn't Pink. he? He also voiced uh, Iago Jafar's carrot parrot in Aladdin. Yes. And I will forever remember him for this line from Problem Child. So you want to adopt the child? Yeah, man. Yeah, yep. problem child. Gilbert wow, Godfrey. We're Dude. talking about all the old movies. Old school. <laughs> I love it. 
Cloris Leachman is Granny Goodness. Like she was in mm-hmm. I think, Young Frankenstein. Uh, more recent years, sitcom Raising Hope. She was Mama in that show. There you go. Excellent. But in this, she's voicing Granny Goodness. There you go. She appeared in three episodes. Big Barder, Laura Post, Fred Tatsore as Solomon Grundy. Fred Tatsore, another callback to Gears of War. He played Damon Baird, one of Marcus Phoenix's compatriots. Many links to many things in this episode. I've, I've never played that game, but I know it's very popular. Loved you it. clearly do. Oh, You've yeah. got a good knowledge of it. You mentioned it a couple of times. Oh, yeah. We've got Jake T. Austin as Blue Beetle, oh, yeah. Hannibal Buress as Michael Holt, Mr. Terrific. So okay. now we're down to uh, actors that have appeared in only two out of the 52 episodes. Two or less. Including John DeLancey as Brainiac. Oh, okay. Of course, Q from Star Trek. Mm-hmm. And he's a very... I like it, but it's a different design on mm. Brainiac. He's got big head, little body. Yeah. But he's a machine. It's okay. Yeah. He's got that visually, he's got all the hallmarks of of what you know Brainiac to look like, but just mm. the voice of John just, Delancey yeah. loved it. Crispin Freeman as Martian Manhunter, Gary Cole as Black Adam. Gary Cole. Oh, this one. Michael Dawn as Atrocitus. The Red Lantern. Yes, the, for the Rage, the yeah. Rage Lands. And at no point does he not sound like Worf from Star Trek, but I love it. Oh, that's <laughs> it's awesome so connection. cool. Well, that's a, that's that's his voice. <laughs> like yeah. when you hear Michael Dorn in interviews, he sounds like Worf. I wonder if he really did provide the voice for the character for his for his Worf character in the cameo from um, Family Guy. I'd say he does pop up in a few things like that. Commander Warp's head looks rather like a fetty. <laughs> oh, Suck my ridges, Picard. <laughs> oh, well, maybe not then. Who knows? <laughs> he I might not have appeared. Um, who else have we got? Ken Jeong as Toy Man. Oh, wow. Trevor Duvall as Jonah Hex. Noel Fisher as Clavian the Witch Boy. That's a character I've got some knowledge of, but, you know, mm-hmm. he's a fun character to have in the show. Right on. Patrick Seats as Etrigan, the Demon, and of course, Jason Blood. Yep. He also voiced Merlin. Mm-hmm. Joanne Spracklin as Supergirl. Andy Richter as Kronos. I'm going to talk about the episode in a moment yep. where he appears because I really like that yep. episode. We've got Max Mittelman as Jimmy Olsen, also voiced Parasite. Uh, we really are just going through all the actors and characters here. Let yep. me just go down a little bit. Robert... Picardo, another Star Trek connection. Of okay. course, he was in Voyager. He voices Harvey Dent, Two Face. Oh, nice. Peter Stormore, Mister Freeze. Uh, these are all actors. Peter, Strum- Peter Strummeyer. Yeah, he was the he was the bad guy in, or he was what the devil Constantine. in Constantine. Yes, that's where I remember him from. He's excellent. Yeah, he's great. So th- these last few actors wow. appeared in just one episode, including yeah, they Jilly. Really, they really did go all out with yes. the voice casting. Oh, it's insane. Jillian Jacobs, you know from Community, recently yeah. in Invincible. Yeah. She voices Roxy Rocket on this show. We've got Thomas Lennon as Amazo. Christian Slater pops up for one episode That's right. voicing Deadshot. And he's perfect. He really is. Floyd Lawton. Nailed and you know it. what? I think he came back and did it in something else. I think it was... Suicide Squad, Hell to Pay. I am pretty sure Slater voiced Deadshot in that movie. Which I've, got was DVD, I've got the DVD, excellent. so later on, I'm, I'm, when we're off mic, off air, I'll go have a look. I'm pretty sure he's in that. Uh, another big name, uh, well, she was bigger than she is now, but still notable, Mina Suvari. Okay. Killer Frost. 
Right. One episode. Brent Spiner, one more Star Trek connection. He voiced Edward Nigma, the Riddler. And yeah. other characters appear. Oh, John Lovitz pops up for some reason as a character named Sid Sharp in one of the 52 episodes. But the show, though, we've, we've well, we've talked at length about, extensively the about the actors. Extensively. I think more so than any other podcast we've done. Yeah. The, the animation style, then, and I mean, tonally, this is... A little different. It's a kid's show. Yeah. And I've got to say, it is a show... It's bright, punchy, that, primary colours. Yeah. I could sit down with my three-year-old and both watch and enjoy it. Yeah. And I can't really say that about a lot of DC shows. More yeah. so, like, I couldn't let her watch... Even though I really enjoy them, the DC animated movies. Yeah. Totally, the M or MA plus, she's yeah. too young. But yeah. this is a show that can be enjoyed by All adults ages. and kids. Yeah. The lead character designer is Shane Glines. He's done similar work on animated TV shows like The New Batman Adventures and Justice League, the Bruce Tim one. Lead background key design is by Robert. Haverland, who has done similar work on Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. So again, like what you were talking about earlier, how it, it does feel like a continuation because so many of the creatives from that previous show yeah, have crossed over. linked to this, yeah. And have worked. That's what I mean. There's, there's a synergy there. There's a continuity. There's a feeling of um, picking up where they left off, sort of, but in a more kid-friendly way. Yes. You know, yeah. I mean, the, the, the fact that the original show is run out of a watchtower by Martian Manhunter and it almost feels like a, a station house, a police precinct and he's like the, the station cop, you know? He's the house cop assigning him all their missions. That This has a bit of that feel to it with the way they have it, yeah, a, a, no, new, it, a new watchtower. It does. I mean, I think like Martian Manhunters, it may be like two episodes of this. Yeah. But you're right, yeah, it does definitely have that feel. Mm. That opening, the opening theme song, punchy. I like it. Different it to cool. what we've had before, yeah. but I do really like it. The music yeah. on the show I think was... Punchy's a good word to yes. describe the show. All, oh, yeah, all the around. show, the music. With the composer, Kevin Ripple, he's best known for his work on Gears of War, funny yeah. enough. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and also Aliens, Colonial Marines. Like, he was... <laughs> but, but, yeah, Gears of War. There you go. There's, there's some... Wow. Yeah, definitely some Gears of War... Connections. Mm -hmm. Some repeating energy on this podcast. So I think we should probably delve into show a little bit more than more so just talking about actors yeah. for however long we talked about that for. Well, we're starting to touch on how it looks. 52 episodes of the, the main show, 11 minutes per episode, and then it's around, I think, 22 for the shorts, mm. and they were only like a couple of minutes long. Mm. Yeah. But, I mean, 11 minutes, it doesn't... Like, even though it goes in the blink of an eye and it's relatively quick... They managed to flesh out a pretty good story, uh, visually and narratively, in that 11 minutes. So it really feels a little more involved than, than what you think for a short 11-minute show. And I suppose it's designed to, to grab the attention spans of young kids these days. Yeah. And there's no filler. There's no filler. There's no filler no. in any, any of the episodes. No. Shazam Slam was the series opener of the series. Shazam Slam. It consisted of the first four episodes shown back-to-back -back as an hour-long program mm. under a single title. Those episodes were... And it's literally episodes one, two, three, four. Yeah. Classic Rock, Power Outage, Night of the Bat, Abate and Switch. That is how I first experienced the show. Yeah. Watching it in that block. So it was almost like an hour-long movie. Maybe TV movie, yeah. Yeah, which was a lot of fun. And it wasn't until I came back to it at a later date, 
and I watched it again, but as mm. individual episodes. There's a couple of episodes in particular that I just want to mention, and sure. I I watched them as they aired over the years. I know you watched them a lot more recent than I did, but I want yeah. to go back and just get a bit of a refresher. And what I found, the episodes in particular that I really enjoyed and just stuck in my mind, I've got episodes 8, 9, and 10. Mm-hmm. Episode 8, the title of the episode was Galaxy Jest. When the Joker is abducted into space by Mongol, the Justice League must recapture him before the Joker's gas bomb detonates in Gotham City. Remember that. We've got the Flash in Gotham searching for the bombs. We've got the Parademons. Not Parademons, because it's not Apocalypse. We've got Mongol on Warworld and his soldiers. He needs them to be entertained. So that's why and, he kidnaps the Joker. And there's a lot, of, a lot of fun with that. And then Superman has to go up and rescue Joker. That was a fun episode. Yeah. One that I really enjoyed was episode nine titled Timeshare. Batman and Blue Beetle travel back in time to stop Kronos from destroying a young Dark Knight on his very first case. That was cool. Oh, man, so good. Because it references Bruce Timm's Batman. It does. Bringing the loop full circle. We've got the blimps, for some reason, as Blue Beetle puts it. And then the thing that Batman was criticizing, sorry, Blue Beetle about it. it's like heroes don't pose. Like, and you know what I mean? He's up there on the top of the building, yeah, striking a pose with the lightning in the background. Just like the opening of the, the animated series. Exactly. The music, they riffed the on feel, it. it felt like Loved it. the animated series. I thought, wow, this is excellent. It's like a fourth wall break. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. And, um, and then that's it, because young Batman, he stood on the rooftop. I am vengeance. I am, I am the Yes, I am Batman. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. so good. It's so good. brilliant. And it was great to see Conroy do that line again uh, as his younger self. And then his more experienced, older, wiser, grizzled self. It's a lot of fun. Like, I really, so really enjoyed that. And that's another good. one, which was, again, like this is episode 10, mm-hmm. Under a Red Sun. Oh, yeah. After Steppenwolf teleports Superman to a planet with a red sun, Batman and Barda must somehow locate the planet before Superman is destroyed. But of course, Superman is more than his powers. Yeah. So even without his powers, he finds a way to survive. He yeah. breaks his leg in the process. He, you know, he he sets his leg. He uses his cape. Yeah. As a oh, it's, yeah. Yes. It's um. It's great. a great episode. So That's essentially, great. Batman and Barda arrive to save him. He saved himself already. That's pretty awesome. It was. Yeah, a lot of fun. Is there any episodes in particular that, that you... I mean, you watched it again yeah. quite recently. So do you want to talk just, about some of the ones one you one or two like? stick out of my head. One, uh, and it might have been a short that was released as a web short, not a uh, not an episode proper from memory, but it's, it's worth mentioning. Uh, Mark Hamill plays all three voices uh, in like a tour de force of voice acting. So you've got a car full of, um, full of villains. You've got Joker, Trickster, uh, and then... And then himself, he plays himself. So you've got him being himself, as well as voicing Joker and Trickster. And he's being abducted by those two villains and driven all around Gotham. Um, that was really interesting, just because it was just great to hear Hamill cut, cut loose and be not only himself, but be his alter egos. So let me just touch on that then, because yep. I was I was going to save Justice League shorts for the end. Yep. That was episode 14, titled Missing the Mark. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so the shorts series we've said before was a web series mm-hmm. it began airing on the DC Kids YouTube channel on June 29th 
2017. So they were a couple of minutes long. In length, yeah. Still fun. You can check them out online now. But the main show, that what right, are some right. of your favourites from the main show? Probably there's an episode where, I forget the name of the, the title of it, but where um, Green Arrow is flying a jet into uh, an island, which is probably like, I want to say it's DC's version of a Savage Land. And Lex is there, and there's dinosaurs and everything, and Ollie's just so stoked on all these dinosaurs, and he crash lands, and he ends up having to drag Lex back to civilization. I thought that was a pretty good episode. Um, another one was the Christmas episode toward the end, where Batman is being a Scrooge and refusing to come to the Justice League's annual party. And once again, it falls to Ollie to try and you know, make him see reason, and he ends up coming to the party. Uh, the Flash actually drive, drags him back from Gotham, all bow-wrapped and everything. So that was pretty fun. Um, trying to think of some others. It's been a while since I watched it. Well, it's recent, but you know, there's a lot. There's a lot to think about. There's a lot of episodes. So the other two that stand out most in my mind. But there's a lot, probably a lot more. But it, I mean, just the show itself, a lot of fun. Yeah. As we've said, the episodes punchy, are punchy. Fun. There is a lot of people, and like I say, you only came to this recently. Yeah. That have just like given the show a wide berth. I remember. Doing the same thing to Batman, the Brave and the Bold. Mm. When it first aired, I thought, you know what? Staying away it's, from this. It's too kiddie. Yeah. You know, it's not for me. There's other Batman content that I can watch. Yeah. And then I just went back and had another look. And then I finally got it. It's Silver Age. Yeah. And it's just so much fun. And I think so many people have not given this show a chance. And they mm. really should. Especially here in Australia, if you've got either Foxtel or Binge. Yeah. The whole thing is on there. And, you know, we've mentioned the shorts series. You can just check them out on, on YouTube, YouTube anytime. completely free of charge. Yeah. But this is a fun DC show for all ages. But, Nathan, if you're going to rate it out of five. Going to go with five, surprise, unsurprisingly. <laughs> okay. Cause, that was quick. Yeah, because it's just fun. It's fun. It's We've said we're punchy repeatedly in the show, but that's what it is. Um, it, it just really hits you really quick, really fast. Uh, it's bright, it's bold, it's visually striking. Uh, as I said, lots of primary colors. Um, it's engaging, it grabs you straight off the bat. Um, you don't have time to really, like you're invested. You, you don't have to, you're not scratching your head going, what's what's gonna happen, where's the third act? It's just bang, bang, bang. Uh, it's, it's, it's surprisingly funny. It's self-referencing. Uh, it's fourth wall breaking, as we've discussed. It pokes fun at itself. Um, and it's enjoyable to watch. It's a real treat. I really got a real kick out of coming home from work every night to chuck this thing on and just smashing out, you know, like three, four, five episodes at a time because uh, they're only so short in length. Um, 15, 11 minutes a pop. And just having a, probably even more than that, but did like seven or eight or nine or 10 episodes and at any one time. And it's just great. It's just a lot of fun. And I, I, I can't recommend it enough. And again, finally, it feels like continuation of what came before with, with Justice League. And I loved it for those reasons. Wow. I, yes, I agree. I, I completely agree. And I've got to be honest, like, I don't always have a number in mind, you know, when we start these conversations. And I kind of did for this, but... I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to give it a five. Hey. It's gonna have to be a five out of five. There I mean, there's nothing I I would change about it. I mean, it's DC Comics. I love DC Comics, we, and we what Warner Brothers have given us with this show is something that I can sit down with both my kids. You know, young, older, it doesn't matter. Mm. Like this is a show that works for 
Everybody. And, and again, like we're talking about a show that is made up of 52 episodes. There's an additional 20 plus episodes of shorts. No filler. Yeah. At no point does one of the episodes feel like a filler. And no. we're getting the main characters. Like again, Batman appears in 42 out of the 52 main episodes. But then we're also getting some more obscure characters yeah. as well. That's what you said. The voice cast is impressive. Oh, and it is immense. stellar. It is so impressive. And you've got to think that a lot of these, you know, a lot of actors that I mentioned towards the end were appearing in one, maybe two episodes. Mm. and But at the same time, playing notable characters. And you've got to think that either fans themselves or they've got family members. You know, it's a testament to a show when you can say um, at the beginning of an episode, let's try and keep this episode to half an hour. And then we end up rambling on for probably longer than that just because there's so much fun stuff to cover i mean only a little bit longer i think we've gone for about 35 minutes so far but yeah. yeah it is oh man it is fantastic i cannot recommend this show enough it is agreed it is a lot of fun agreed well that's it for our episode all about justice league action if you want to contact us about this episode or request a topic for an upcoming show you can find us on facebook as sounds like comics podcast Nathan, thanks for being on the show today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. As always, it's uh, always a pleasure and never a chore. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.